You're listening to A Hymn for That by Hymns Illustrated, where you'll be encouraged to look at everyday life and the occasional current event with a biblical worldview. In nearly every episode, you will discover or rediscover A Hymn for That to help you remember truth when you need it the most. Every episode is an example of Colossians 3.16 in action. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for listening in today to the Hymns Illustrated podcast. Actually, we've changed the name to A Hymn for That. And the reason that I changed the name is because I really want to emphasize that there is always a hymn for that. And by that, (laughs) I mean for those everyday moments in our lives, the mundane moments, all the way up to the big moments, and um, even, even news events, which is what we'll talk about in just a moment. And God gives us his truth in the Bible, all, all kinds of wisdom that we can use to apply in our lives for every situation. And he has also graciously given us a body of hymnody. And although it is not divinely inspired like scripture is, hymns are a gift from God. And in Colossians 3.16, we see that he wants us to use hymns for the building up of each other, but also for our spiritual growth. And I am convinced that there is a place for hymns beyond the pew on Sunday mornings, and we can integrate hymns into every day. And we can listen to them on the radio or Spotify or wherever you listen to hymns, but we can also read them. We can also just have our own hymnal. Even even if you're not that musical, you can still look at the hymnal and actually speak the words out loud, and you can study them with your own in your own personal devotions with the Lord. You can do them as a family study. Um, so there's so much that we can. There's so many ways that we can use hymns to help us grow in the Lord and to respond biblically. Uh, when we are driving in traffic and we get stuck in a jam, rather than just getting frustrated, well, maybe we think of the hymn "Take Time to Be Holy" because, hey. There's a few extra minutes. What am I going to do with this time? And yes, I know that's not always the the our natural response, but the more we immerse ourselves in biblical truth and then use hymns to help us remember that, it's going to help us be more sanctified in those everyday moments. So that is why, again, this is called a hymn for that. And I changed that from the Hymns Illustrated podcast. Hymns Illustrated, by the way, is the name of the website. So if you love hymns, and I'm assuming that you do since you're listening in, head on over to hymnsillustrated.com to learn more about what is available for you there. Today, we are going to talk about a hymn for earthquakes as well as review our current Hymn of the Month. So last Friday, a little over a week ago, an earthquake hit Morocco so hard that the death toll was over 3,000. And this is just heartbreaking. It's tragic. It's a huge loss. It's very sobering for believers and non-believers alike. 
So what biblical truth can we hold on to when devastating natural disasters like this take place? And is there a hymn that can help us remember that truth? Well, I'm not the first to wonder this. In February of 1750, an earthquake struck London, and a month later, another earthquake struck London, and I think that was probably an aftershock. And although these events were not catastrophic, they struck the heart of prolific hymn writer Charles Wesley, who wrote over 6,000 hymns, by the way, but they struck his heart so deeply that he wrote several hymns on the subject and published them within a month. And this collection of hymns is titled, Hymns Occasioned by the Earthquake. One hymn in particular stands out, and drawing from the imagery of Psalm 46 and its specific reference to earthquakes, this hymn highlights one eternal truth. God is our refuge, no matter what. I'll say that again. God is our refuge no matter what. According to scripture, earthquakes can happen for a variety of reasons. As natural consequences of the fall, as judgments from God, or as signs of the end times drawing near, and they are drawing near, friends. Perhaps it's even a combination of all three. Yet no matter what the reason why an earthquake happens, we can always be sure of one thing. God is our refuge no matter what. So today, let Psalm 46 and Charles Wesley's hymn encourage you. Psalm 46, 1 through 3 says, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear though the earth gives way, though the mountains be moved into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam, though the mountains tremble at its swelling. And you're going to see a little bit of that scripture in Charles Wesley's hymn. He titled the hymn, God, the Omnipresent God. It is a long hymn. It is 12 stanzas. I'm not going to read all 12 to you. Uh, I'm going to encourage you to go find it. Actually, I will link to it in the show notes. But he writes, God, the omnipresent God, our strength and refuge stands, ready to support our load and bears us in his hands. Ready us when we need him most, when to him distressed we cry, all who on his mercy trust shall find deliverance nigh. Kept by him we scorn to fear in danger's blackest day, starting at destruction near though nature faint away. Though the stormy ocean roar, though the matting billows rise, rage and foam and lash the shore and mingle earth and skies. Let earth's inmost center quake and shattered nature mourn. Let unwieldy mountains shake and fall by storms uptorn. Fall with all their trembling load far into the ocean hurled. Lo, we stand secure in God amidst a ruined world. From the throne of God, there springs a pure and crystal stream. Life and peace and joy it brings to his Jerusalem. Rivers of refreshing grace through the sacred city flow, watering all the hallowed place where God resides below. God most merciful, most high, doth in his Zion dwell. Kept by him their towers defy the strength of earth and hell. Built on her o'ershadowing rock, 
who shall her foundations move? Who her great defender shock? The almighty God of love. All that on this rock are stayed, the world assaults in vain. Ever present with his aid, he shall his own sustain. Guardian of the chosen race, Jesus doth his church defend. Save them by his timely grace and keep them to the end. Leave it to Charles Wesley to come up with a hymn for an earthquake. And I hope that that was a blessing to you. Now, I will tell you this. I understand that that is probably not one you've heard before. And you do not have that ringing in your head right now because what tune comes to mind? If you're like me, nothing comes to mind for that. So that's a little trickier for you to remember throughout your day. So what I did was, I'll tell you my little secret here, one of the tricks I use to find a hymn for that, not always, but this comes in quite handy. I go to hymnary.org and I just put a, a scripture reference in the search box. And it will usually always give me a list of hymns. And it usually goes by, it sorts automatically by relevancy and popularity. So it helps me find hymns that I know you probably already know, even though I'm a fan of sharing those little known hymns because I believe there are some hidden treasures there. I also want you to have hymns that you know, be be reminded of hymns that you know. So you can remember them throughout the week. So when I do that for Psalm 46, here's a couple of hymns that you can take with you today. A mighty fortress is our God, and be still my soul, and crown him with many crowns, glorious things of thee are spoken. So there's a few I think you've probably heard of before. Uh, Take one of those with you. Choose one. That, um, that that's going to encourage you, help remind you that God is your refuge no matter what. All right, I know I just threw several hymns at once for you, and I have one more. Uh, I would like to review our hymn of the month with you. I want you to keep that at the forefront of your mind all month long, of your mind and your heart. And I want to remind you that our hymn of the month for September is Come Ye Sinners by Joseph Hart. For those who are just learning about Hymns Illustrated, I have a hymn of the month ready for you every month. And I go through and I research the hymn. I find the hymn story. I look for related scripture passages. I outline the hymn (laughs) like a little mini sermon And I create a study guide and several resources for those who join the membership. And I want to make sure that that you're aware of those resources for you. You can also just go to hymnsillustrated.com. And at the top of the page, there will always be the hymn of the month that you can click on in the top navigation bar that will tell you the story behind the hymn. It will give you the outline. It will give you the scripture references. There will be some sheet music and also a a video to introduce that hymn to you or to remind you of what that hymn is all about. And those are all free resources. And then you also see a place if you would like even more resources where you can join to access that. 
So back to our hymn of the month is Come Ye Sinners, and it is an early American hymn. We've also been going through the history of our hymns this year, and we are already here in America. And, you know, America has a shorter history than other countries. Um, so it took a while to, to get here to this point. But Joseph Hart lived from 1711 to 1768. So that's pretty early on. Um, if you'll remember, uh, people at that time in colonial America were using many of the hymns from England. Uh, we we're talking Isaac Watts, um, Martin Luther from Germany. Um, so they were using hymns that they already had, but mostly using the Bay Songbook. And uh, that changed a little bit this month. I will be sharing more about that history in a separate podcast that I offer to members called The Song of Saints. Uh, so that is uh, coming a little bit later this month. But this is where we are in the early American hymns. And I'm a little stuffed up. I don't know if you've noticed that I'm a little stuffed up, and I believe it's allergies. I'm here in Iowa, and it is just the season. Only usually allergies uh, give me a lot of, um, I get really watery eyes and itchy eyes. And this season, it is affecting my nose, apparently, instead. And I'm stuffed up, which normally doesn't happen. Uh, so I'll try to keep this short, but just to remind you of the hymn of the month, Come Ye Sinners, Poor and Needy, the outline for this hymn is number one, we are needy. And we see that in stanzas one, two, and three. We are just needy people. We are sinners and we need, um, uh, we need a savior. And then the rest of the stanzas teach us two things. Jesus is ready and we must come. And usually for our mini sermon outlines based on the hymn, um, every stanza, I can make a point for each one of those. And the outlines come pretty nicely. Uh, for this hymn, it was a little bit of a challenge because, because most of the stanzas are those two points. Jesus is ready and we must come. And uh, so it's a little different this month. But it is shorter, easy to remember. We are needy. Jesus is ready. We must come. And we see uh, that we are ready in the first stanza, uh, that we are needy. Come, ye sinners, poor and needy, weak and wounded, sick and sore. Jesus ready stands to save you, full of pity, love, and power. And Luke 5.32 reminds us how needy we are. I have not come to call the righteousness but sinners to repentance is what Jesus says. And then 1 Timothy 1.15 is also a wonderful verse for, for that. The saying is trustworthy and deserving of full acceptance that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, of whom I am the foremost. And today I just want to encourage you that Jesus is ready. And you see this in every single stanza, starting with the first stanza, Jesus ready stands to save you. It's in the refrain, he will embrace me in his arms. It's in the second stanza, come and welcome. Every grace that brings you nigh, stanza four reminds us that uh, our maker was, on, was prostrate in the garden 
for us. And he was on the bloody tree for us. And it asked us, won't this suffice? Isn't this enough for you? What else do you need to come to the Savior? Why are, why are you making excuses? Look at your maker on the bloody tree. He did that for you. This is enough. And then the fifth stanza says, venture on him. Venture wholly. That means trust him completely. Let no other trust intrude. That's what we do. We're sinners. We want to trust on everything. We want to lean on everything and trust in anybody but Christ. And that stanza reminds us that it is the merit of his blood that we can stand on and we can venture on it wholly. And then the final stanza says, let not conscience make you linger, nor a fitness fondly dream all the fitness he requires. And that means um, all the goodness, all, all he, not even all the goodness. All he wants from you is to feel your need of him. You must understand that you are needy and he is a savior. And this whole hymn is talking about our need for salvation. But it doesn't mean we can't apply it if we are already saved, if we already know Christ as our savior. Because we are still in the process of sanctification. And so we still struggle with sin, even though he has, even though he has canceled sin, we still struggle while we are on earth. Um, and we know that we can still go to him. I will arise and go to Jesus, and he will embrace me in his arms. When we fall, when we sin, when we mess up, he always stands ready for forgiveness. So I hope that that is an encouragement to you. And I encourage you to go to hymnsillustrated.com and review the hymn of the month if you haven't already. Before I close today, I wanted to let you know something I am working toward on the Hymns Illustrated website. Someone has requested that I make these hymn studies a la carte as well, especially for those who maybe aren't as keen on committing to a monthly subscription and just want to uh, pick and choose. Or maybe it just takes you and your family a little longer to work through a hymn study and you want to go at your own pace and customize this uh, for your own purposes. I will eventually have all of the hymn studies available a la carte. My current website provider doesn't have that built in naturally. Uh, I'm available, I'm able, I mean, to make each hymn study and all of its resources bundled up in a single purchase. But if you want to go through and make several purchases and pick and choose, then I need to use a third-party platform for that. So that's why, and I can integrate it into my current website. It's not that huge of a deal, uh, but I want to let you know that that's coming. And I want to hear from you which hymn studies I should make available first. Now, I'm going to read the ones that we've already created. This can be a little refresher, but these are all the hymn studies, uh, the hymn studies, the reflection resources, which is coloring pages and for adults and um, and word search puzzles, as well as kids stanza studies and kids activity pages and uh, printable, displayable prints and postcards. Each one of these hymns has all of that available. And it's available, by the way, in the 
um, in the Hymns Illustrated Plus membership if you would like to do that. But if you are interested in a la carte, I'm going to read these to you. And then I want to hear from you. Which ones are your favorite? Which ones do you want want available first for a la carte purchase? And if you have any others that aren't on this list, by all means, please, please do share that as well. So these are the hymn studies available. Praise to the Lord, the Almighty. First one, ever did. How firm a foundation. Thine be the glory. Blessed be the tie that binds. The 90 and 9, which is available for free on my website. Anywhere with Jesus. He giveth more grace. Take my life and let it be. The light of the world is Jesus, one of my favorites. When all thy mercies, O my God, come thou long expected Jesus. Holy, 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 shepherd of tender youth. All glory, laud, and honor. Jesus lives and so shall I, another favorite of mine. Well, they're all my favorite. What am I talking about? (laughs) Jesus, thy blood and righteousness. All people that on earth do dwell. When I survey the wondrous cross. The doxology, which was last month. And this month's come ye sinners. So which one of those would you, or several of those, which are your favorites? Which do you want to see available for purchase a la carte first? And do you have one that's not on the list? Let me know that too. Please email me at Kristen at hymnsillustrated.com. That's Kristen with a K and ends in E-N. Kristen at hymnsillustrated.com. Hymns Illustrated membership starts at just $9 a month and includes weekly and monthly resources to help you reflect through our hymns, along with an online community to encourage you and vice versa. Plus, membership also includes resources for kids so they can learn a new hymn every month. See all the perks that come with membership at hymnsillustrated.com join. Again, that's hymnsillustrated.com join. Mm-hmm.